Hi, and welcome to the production podcast, where we talk about all things production, films, commercials, and more. I'm Joshua Dixon. I'm a director and producer and one of the founders here at Umbrella Films. Today, I've got with me one of our senior producers, Arthur Boone. Uh, and today, we're... Off the cuff. Yeah, talking <laughs> off the cuff about a bunch of stuff. So let's just dive into it. So hang on. So we're, we're about to go to AFM. Yeah, we're about to go AFM. Um, this is kind of a non... <laughs> Now, how, how do you say it? this is uh, just off the cuff real quick? We're having a conversation, so yeah, you, you are recording on this the the video, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, so we're going to AFM, which is for anyone that doesn't know, it's the American film market. We're going next month to um, promote Thailand mm. uh, for production services, right? To invite people to bring their films to Thailand and, yeah. and shoot here, um, and then we're also going there to try to sell a movie that we just shot. Yeah, um, and then after. <laughs> Some some of us are staying in the U.S. Right, so I'm going back to where my family's from, which is in Texas. Yeah, Eric, um, who you can't see, he's off screen right now. He's um, one of our senior staff here, and he's um, controlling the podcast right now. He's the 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 man with the mixer. He's he's the Wizard of Oz. He's <laughs> going back to Canada. Sorry, Canada. Canada. <laughs> he's going back to Canada <laughs> for a week, um, and then. Will is coming back here. Will and Andrew, two of our other staff, are coming back mm. immediately after AFM. But you're going to continue to go see your relatives in the U.S., Yeah. which I don't know where they're actually at now. Like after that <laughs> whole conversation was all over the place <laughs> yeah. or, or that explanation was all over the place as to who's where now. But yeah. you're going to San Francisco. Yeah. And the really cool reason I wanted to record <laughs> this is because... Your plans in San Francisco are what? So I'm going to go visit, like, the cool places that you see in Vertical. Because uh-huh. I really like the movie Vertical. Um, so I'm going to go see, like, you know, the Myrwood Forest. Uh, and then I'm going to go... Now, to- now, real quick, is this a <laughs> tour that someone does? No. Are you just... You're doing this yourself. I'm just doing research and like, where things were. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to go see... Probably not everything, but, like, the scenes that I enjoyed. Cause- because when you, when you told me this just now, I pictured you in, like, one of those convertible buses. Yeah. You know how they go by all the Hollywood homes of the, the movie stars? The hop, hop yeah, and it's like, and okay, off. now this is Brad Pitt's house. Now this is Ellen yeah. DeGeneres, you know, and, and so on. So, like, yeah. so it's not that. It's not that. So I'm, I'm, like, literally, if you guys can see my screen, I'm kind of, like, going through. So I, I have here marked down, like, Fort, uh, Fort Point National Historic Site. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where... Um, you know, uh, the Kim Novak's character jumps off, um, you know, and, and, and so, so you made a list of all the locations <laughs> from Vertigo that you wanted to go see, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go do that. Uh, the Merwood forest, of course, that's going to be cool. And then, um, I think, I think that's going to be part of the trip, not the whole trip. The part of it is going to seeing these kind of like geek out locations where, Oh, now what was your <laughs> prerequisite from deciding whether or not one of these locations need to be on your tour? It's actually just, if I what's still left, like what's still available? No, it's more like the scenes I liked, the scenes I enjoyed, and I feel okay. like I'd really like to see for real if it's like that. Right? So, so top three locations you're expecting? So I'm gonna go see the Murwood Forest. Yeah, I'm gonna go see um, the Golden, right under the Golden Gate Bridge. There is a Fort Point National Historic Site. So that's like kind of where um, you know the the love interest between the two characters kind of began mm-hmm. right and then i'm i'm thinking of going to see i'm trying to find if where it actually is but the cemetery um or and the museum that they kind of 
uh, when when they were first meeting and stuff like that. So I'm I'm gonna go around doing my homework on that and then trying to find cool all of that. <laughs> so we're not just a commercial production company. We, we actually are doing feature films now, right? We just actually did three last month. Yeah. Um, and we're making our way into it. And that's why we're going to the American film market because we're really trying to concentrate on that segment now. But you can see that we also watch films. <laughs> and so we're not just, you know, the people that are doing the logistics and helping people, you know, yeah. shoot their films, but like, we we work film and we breathe and eat film. Yeah, and that's yeah. But uh, don't you do that when you go when you go traveling? Like I I really want to see this place they shot this thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean actually actually that's one of the cool things about movies. Yeah. Right. Movies make locations famous. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Thailand. Right. We're here, so we can use Thailand for example. When everyone comes to Thailand, they go to Bai Oak Tower because hmm. Hangover shot there, right? Yeah. Or they go to Soy Cowboy because Hangover shot there, right? Yeah. Um, same thing, James Bond Island. Hmm. Huge tourist area now, right? Yeah, they actually renamed it James Bond Island. Because of the movie. Yeah, because of the movie. And people yeah. go there. And then there's like... And that was from the 80s or 90s, 70s? I'd say 70s. Which one was this? Gold, this gold? is, uh, no, this is The Man with the Golden Gun. Man with the Golden Gun, yeah. yeah. This is so long ago. Yeah. Like, can you imagine the amount of production support that was actually in Phuket at the time? <laughs> like, there had to have been none. Like, yeah. every single thing had to be flown in. Probably. Um, like, even cameras. They, I bet you they, they were not able to get, think of all the crew. Mm. Imagine that that was, like, probably the start of the actual feature film yeah western feature industry here yeah may, there is a good chance like so there's that and, and like the beach island right yeah uh, the beach, that's another one right yeah that's another one and I, I think yeah locations do make places famous when i went to scotland i you mm-hmm. know i took a tour bus around all the highlands and every time it was oh this place is historical because blah 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 these movies shot here right mm-hmm. and that's when when the people kind of you know, you, you plan your holidays way better than I do, though. <laughs> like, you do this months in advance. Like, we're, away, we're, we're a month away from AFM right now, yeah. and you already have, have this tour planned, right, that you're, yeah. that you're doing. <laughs> and I, um, if I ever do get a, a vacation, I am horrible at it. I'll give you one of my maps. I actually, I actually, I actually get really bored on vacation. Oh. So it, it's, it bores me. Yeah, well, I, you know, I take photos, right? So that's, mm. that's part of my hobby. It's like my... Uh, creative outlet is just take a shit. I used to try to do that. <laughs> I can't anymore because it feels like work. Well, yeah, I, I guess Be, because it's it's like um, whenever I go to shoot a photo, mm. well, you're shooting film, no, um, so you can't see it immediately. So I I, I that's shoot my both issues. Film I'm, and digital. So I'm shooting digital, right? And so yeah. I see it, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is not what I'm. I need to shoot mm. it again and it's a reshoot and you know like i guess if i was doing like street photography then mm. that would because you're, you're capturing a moment right yeah like, there's no redos on that well there's there's that also there's you have that time limitation like i i have all these places i want to go to so i need to see it hopefully i'm lucky get it go to the next one because you know i'm trying to make my day as well yeah because uh, i don't want to miss out on that experience i don't know if i'm going to get to go to san francisco again right yeah so i'm trying to make sure like i i see everything and for me it's practice like for me like we're we're in the creative business all the time, but because it's our job, I do feel we have a duty to 
ourselves to to practice in different forms. So, uh, for instance, like when I do a photo, you, you know, when you're directing, you have all this, you're thinking about clients and stuff, and then that's the opportunity for me to just like turn off. Okay, I just want to be creative for myself. I see something, how would I shoot this? You know, what, what would make this look cool? How should I grade this? And then I take the photo and hopefully it works out and it looks good, right? Yeah. Um, and that's good practice for me because it, it, it helps me learn different perspectives. It helps me, you know, think about the process in a, in a less pressured way, I guess, for, for me at least. Okay. Know? This is kind of... Um I don't remember if we had, we, we talked about this one time. I don't remember where, if it was for a podcast or what, but we talked about like taking a break. Yeah. Wait, was that, was that on a podcast? I don't know. I don't remember, but we, we but I, I always, I always think you need to take a break. You need, you need a vacation. Yeah. But no, like it's, it's cause you, you got it down to a science actually. Um, yeah. And, and that's not to be like, you know, Arthur doesn't <laughs> like his job. He's just very structured. Um, Actually, it's great, I think, because I'm OCD. Mm. I feel like I'm OCD about certain things. You're OCD about other types of things. Yeah. But, like, you keep all your cables and <laughs> stuff in, in this bag. And I imagine, like, whenever you travel, yeah. you have a toiletries bag that has, like, your aftershave exactly. in one place and your cologne here. And then your deodorant's got his, you know. So, I do packing cubes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I imagine, so so um, and then Eric's kind of like that, too, with his cables, too. Yeah. Um, and And I love that. <laughs> because like it's just organized right it's yeah. not chaos like most creatives mm -hmm. um but we talked about i don't remember where it was but like when you go on vacation like you you go on vacation mm. right like you're you're doing vacation you know you're doing a holiday and yeah. um we can't get a hold of you yeah we, uh, we cannot but see like that's but and, i but but you're still doing stuff that's related to your job yeah so um involuntarily because here's the thing like i do this because i enjoy right doing this like i'm lucky i guess i get to do a job that you know sometimes let's be frank sometimes it sucks sometimes there's moments where i'm like ah, damn it you know but at the end of the day it's still a fun job and then you're it, all jobs have moments that suck yeah they all do not all jobs suck yeah right True, true. And I enjoy my job. And, but then I also feel like, uh, and I want to do more of it, right? Uh, but on my time off, that's when I get to do, um, do the things I, I want to do the way mm -hmm. I want to do it, right? Without that pressure of like, oh, is someone going to like this or not? Right? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I think a lot of people do that uh, as good practice. We talked about Jude Waco, one of... Um, uh, one of our colleagues, um, he was, he's an AD and on his free time, he's always writing a novel or writing mm -hmm. a script or, or he's yeah. making his own documentaries, yeah, yeah. you know, he's not making profit off of it. There's no clients in a, yeah. on it. It's just him using those creative outlets to, yeah, yeah. to the practice. Yeah. Yeah. So I think actually this is kind of cool because I think last month it's crazy i think last month i figured it out yeah on on what what i want to do right um it's crazy like i i don't know what i want to do i've i've helped found the company and now like i'm figuring it out <laughs> but like um and that's because 
I like doing business development. Mm. Um, the management comes along with it, but like I like doing biz dev. And then, um, and that's not just like sales and bringing in, but that's bringing in new clients, but that's like finding new avenues for us to, to as a company to participate mm. in and figure out new ways to bring in revenue and new things to be us, you know, be involved in. That could be new technology, that could be new types of clients, right? This could be the feature films that we're adding to it now, right? Um, and then directing, right? So I, mm -hmm. I directed my first movie last month. Um, and so that, so like the, this is where it really makes sense to me, right? Um, I'll direct commercials again for money. Um, <laughs> I, I um, am more interested in yeah. producing them mm. than directing commercials. Um, and just, I really want to concentrate on mm. directing features and manning or, uh, and developing the business. Mm. And so that's why I feel like whenever I go on vacation, I get bored because I enjoy, um, mm. developing business. Okay. So, so I have two questions there, right? My first question would be, do you feel like it annoys me, man, when I don't have anything to do, it annoys me. Yeah. But, but do you, do you feel before we get into like the vacation part though, do you feel like directing commercials makes you a better film director? Uh, yeah, of course. So <laughs> I directing commercials for several years prepared me for directing a film mm. um, better than anything else could. Um, and, and what I mean by that is understanding how to roll with the punches, understanding how to recover and get back up on your feet. Mm. Right. That sort of thing is second nature. Right. Because I've been doing this with clients for years. Right. Where it's like they change the creative two days before you shoot your commercial and they don't realize that they're actually changing. Mm -hmm. the creative, right. They think that they're just making a small edit. Um, but you're having to figure out, like, how to keep them happy, mm. not go over budget, um, you know, and still deliver a commercial that you'll be proud of, mm. um, as well as, you know, all the key selling points and all these different, um, you know, things that you have to check off for that commercial. Right. In, yeah. in the end. And, um, and then still doing it on time on a schedule on the day of, right. Mm. Uh, adjusting everything so that you can execute it without the client understanding that you need to push or, I mean, it's just, it goes on and on and on and on. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's just never ending. Um, and when you're doing a low budget film, which ours was a super low budget, right? <laughs> we actually put our own money into it yeah. because I wanted to, you know, add that extra little, you know, umph to it. So mm. um, whenever, whenever we would get, uh, how you say, whenever we would have something happen that feels detrimental to most people, to me, it was just like, okay, how do we get around it? And it was natural to figure out how to get around it. Mm. Um, so that's kind of like what commercial directing definitely um, helped me with. Um, because I was also a cinematographer before. Um, I also understand the blocking and the lighting and how that works. And technically, you know, the camera movement and how it cuts together, you know, yeah. in, 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 in that way. So like, I think that all those, those two things, having directed commercials and having been a DP before that, those two things prepared me for commercial directing. Hmm. Uh, I'm sorry for feature film directing, um, to where I wasn't figuring out any of this as we were shooting. Yeah. Right. So it's sec it's, 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 what I'd been trained for. Um, mm. 
And I think I did it backwards for most people. Most people would raise money, get, you know, friends and family to donate money. Mm. Um, and they raise a hundred, two hundred thousand $200,000, do their first feature film, you know? Um, and then after that, between their movies, they get commercial directing gigs to put money or I'm sorry, put food on, put food on the table essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, I did it backwards from that. So we built the company and I've been directing commercials for a long time. And now I've got the opportunity to direct a feature film, which I was able to like put all the staff on. I don't know if, yeah, you remember, cause you were, you were also yeah. producing a commercial and you're like, Hey, I need to get someone to go pick up <laughs> a, um, an envelope. And we're like, we have nobody. Yeah, our office yeah. manager is now a script supervisor. You know, <laughs> like so. So everybody yeah, was yeah. was doing. You know, was working on the film actually yeah. in the end, um, and that that helped a lot too um, because we all knew each other, mm. right? There wasn't this whole discovery process that you go, go through usually on a film where you know you're trying to figure out you know your um, kinks uh, and you know the rhythm of how everyone works. You know, the first um, first few days. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was still there. It was. Yeah, of course. It, it, our, our movie was considerably less, probably a tenth of the budget of all the other two movies that we produced that yeah. month. No, but, but what's interesting is, see, actually that could be a topic for another day, mm. like producing movies in three different budgets, yeah. what the challenges are. Yeah. But um, I think one thing that's really interesting, and you, you said, and is that kind of like when you produce, when you direct, when you have done... Um, uh, DOP and stuff like that, right? Especially mm -hmm. like for me, like I used to be an AD yeah. coming in. And then I, what you immediately notice because of that experience is that knock-on effect when the client changes something really suddenly and then you have to change everything. But when it's a film, right. it's, it's such a knock-on effect, right? Because if you change just a single piece of jewelry, it, mm. it affects the, continu uh, the continuity of the whole film from from there on out from that point and you have to go re-examine the past shots and stuff as well yeah so. if you if you shot if you shot like <laughs> the scene before this and the person's wearing the wardrobe right yeah and you already shot those scenes well you can't change the jewelry yeah right exactly um, had some of this those this kind of this is the i do not take this wrong in any way but this is the joy of not having a client <laughs> whenever you're directing your own movie yeah right you are the client yeah and so the the flip side to that is you're the one to blame. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I it's it was scary, man. Yeah. It was absolutely scary. I'm I'm sitting here going, uh the thing did, is, did did we shoot that already? Did they have that on? Did they not? You know that's that's the thing I found amazing is is you didn't have if I mess it up, it goes comes back to me. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't have a script supervisor. I did have a script supervisor. No, like a an, a professional He he was paid. <laughs> He's our office manager. Yeah. No, but he he'd done A work ADE work before. I mean he he knew what he was doing, but yeah. obviously he's not in practice like a normal script supervisor. Yeah. Exactly. So that's where you kind of have to you and the it's kind of teamwork, right? Everybody's mm. kind of helping each other remember Wait, did he walk in with his gun in the right hand or the left hand? Yeah, we, we were running like over to DIT um, yeah. to check stuff, right, that the, the the video playback guy didn't have on file because it was at the beginning of the oh, the yeah. film, right? And so, like, the cards had already been full on the VTR. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, we were having to do that. So there was times where we had to stop. We had to go check with DIT and have him pull up, you know, yeah. proxies that, that he'd rendered out. And, and just kind of see... Were we right on this one or not? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's actually it was more like finding out. Okay, so 
She doesn't have her bag now. Okay, she left it in the car. Yeah, we're going to have to go with that. She left it in the car because before she did and now she doesn't. Yeah. And there's no reason. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just like, you know, and, but I mean, that's when you do an ultra low budget film. Yeah. You know, I mean. It's, it's the challenge. But at, at the same time, I think, you know, but, but one thing to be proud about, right, is after you've done an ultra low budget film, you have that badge of honor. Like, yeah, sure. I did an ultra low budget film. I made it, and hopefully at AFM we can, you know, get it mm. distributed and all that. So, good luck with that. I'll help yeah. on that as much as I can. <laughs> it, I, I think we have a good op or a good chance. It looks really, really expensive. Mm. Um, hey everyone, I just want to remind you real quick: if you could please leave a comment on YouTube or review us on the platform you're watching it on. Uh, this helps us to understand a bit more about the content you like to hear about, and it's also a way that we can help communicate with you and answer questions. Yeah, it looks really expensive. Yeah, it shot really well. Thanks. I'm very, yeah. I'm, I'm very um, pleasantly surprised. Um, not to say that I had any doubt, but at the same time, yeah. I had these moments where it's like, I. So, so when I heard the budget, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you heard the budget, <laughs> the budget, the, 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 we we can't mention numbers here. The not the budget though. When I don't know if you know this, but. When I was prepping for, for the movie I was line producing at the time, right? Yeah. Um, the Dubai film. The Dubai film. Yeah. So I was in that room. Your AD was in this room, I think. Mm -hmm. And then she she was just making her, her day out of days. And then she walked up to me and it's like, hey, this is my day out of days. And I looked at it and I was like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> that's That's just... Like 10 days, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, it did not happen. It didn't. We were, we were, dude, we were shooting for the stars, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, I saw that. F fortunately, <laughs> we did not have to cut near as much as like someone would think. No, but we, but we ended up stretching the days to like 17, though, in the end. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so it went, no, it went from 13 to 17 days. Yeah. You, you stretch the days, but what I'm, I'm surprised about is you actually had the time to do proper lighting. Like you, your, your shots don't feel, you know, when you're rushing it, like you don't have that time to go, go in and like, okay, let's put a scrim up over here. Let's kind of cut the light over here, right? Because you need to just shoot in and get it done. Um, but you guys actually fix, fit in the time to do that and, and manage to get good lighting. I, I yeah. It, but we didn't. This is this is this is the thing. Is it it the only thing I can contribute that to is because in these like key 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 places, right? Mm. Directing. Um, I won't say I'm veteran, but I'm experienced, right? Mm. Directing the DOP. He's also uh, he wrote the script. He's also one of the main producers. Mm -hmm. um, he's he shot five movies himself last year. They're action movies. D uh, Nico, right? He's he's excellent at what he does. Um, our, we had a friend help us uh, camera up on there, and mm. he's he's also DOP and producer. He's produced tons of movies. Yeah, um, H H one right. Um, he helped, dude. H one helped us with all kinds of stuff. Literally, it was like he we he was going over and shooting another scene without us, or he was pre lighting stuff, you know, in advance for us. Um, or picking up shots that we didn't ask him to because he's like, I know you guys need it for the cut, right? Like, yeah. we, we made sure that the team that we had together was was very, very tight and experienced in those types of things, mm -hmm. right? 
And then the places that was very, very difficult were in the more inexperienced areas or the places that I knew I could at least like um, pick up the slack later. Mm. Um, not to say that other positions are not important. So I don't want to say <laughs> no, no. what did positions are not important. I don't want to anger anyone. But like there was ways that I knew I could get around it. And also because I had our staff here working mm. on it and I knew who 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 does what well right yeah. like I, I know their personalities and i've been working with them for you know some of them years right mm. um so i knew that like they could figure it out even though they're not getting it now i know yeah. that they'll figure it out and by the time they're supposed to have it done they'll have got it done mm. right um and those those are the people that are promising um and so those those are you know that's really kind of like the identity of what it takes to be a staff here anyways right mm. like you mm. got to be able to manage yourself and and so on and so that that was one of the good things um, that really helped out. So, and then I, right? Mm -hmm. She started out as production managing. She ended up line producing in the end. Yeah. Um, I kind of line produced side by side on her, but I really just stopped, and she handled the entire budget from there on out. Because Andrew had to go produce on another movie. Yeah. Right? The Russian one. And this in was Phuket. the craziest two months. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really busy. Um, yeah. But like I, for example. I mean, there were some nights that I don't know that she got sleep, just to be honest, mm -hmm. and and I hate that. Um, and she would never tell or complain about it ever. Um, but um, I'm sure that she got hardly any sleep, but she managed to, like, we were getting locations. Like, the hotel we shot at yeah. turned out to be awesome. We got it the night before we were supposed to shoot that mm -hmm. morning or something like that, right? Like, that happened three or four times, and she just managed to get these locations, you yeah. know? Um, I was an ace. You, you need to get I into this podcast and ask her about all the. She's too quiet, man. She won't. She, so yeah. she she's a really good um, producer. Yeah. Um, in terms of production manager, producer, right? In terms of she, I, I don't know what it is. People do not like to say no to her. She is. She's she she's never. I've never seen her get mad. Mm. She's very calm mm. and she's persistent. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I I never seen anyone get mad at her. No, she's she's one of a kind, man. You lucked out on yeah. getting her as staff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, really totally. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't have made it without her, um, for sure. Mm. Um, and then all the other positions, everyone else filled in, of course. Yeah. No, I I would say so to to the point you said before, which was, um, you know, you you don't want to make anybody mad, like they're. I don't. I think every position is important, right? It's they're all mm. gears in a machine. Um, but I also think that when you're doing production, it's very important. Like I, what I do, my practice is I always find the top three things that need to be produced first. Like the mm -hmm. most, the hardest things that, or most important things in this production are one, two, three, and then when you get those things nice and tight and you, yeah. they're, they're done, the rest of the production kind of starts to fall into place. And I think with, with your film, yeah, it was DOPs. Uh, it, it's the DOPs, the directors, the actors. Once you got those things in, yeah. the rest kind of the, falls the, into place. The other thing that I, yeah, actually that's one point that I just want to, um, the actors that we got, um, it was mm. unreal. Um, and Everybody always says this about their film, yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm just gonna call BS on that. <laughs> like they did not get the actors that we did. Yeah, right. Our guys, they're they're not only known but they're trained, mm. right? Um, and and they can go. You can go on the IMDb and see the actors that we had. But 
um, we were there. There were not first-time actors. They were not even close to that. They were, you know, our lead has been acting for thirty years, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just awesome to see that because, like, now I'm getting to experience what I've heard about. You know, where it's like the actor comes in, he turns his head to a certain side as he comes in, he steps with his foot here in this position. Mm -hmm. And then you give him direction and he comes back and does everything exactly the same again, right? Mm -hmm. Like continuity is the same and like he's been trained for that, right? Um, and mm -hmm. the emotion and everything, like they, they have their own interpretation to it, right? Um, yeah. and, and so all of our actors were really, really amazing in, in that sense. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really cool to experience it because like I've been doing commercials for years and it's like, you know, great. You know how to hold the drink while you drink it, you know, yeah. like proper training and yeah. proper, like, you know, people, people have gone to, to school to, to study how to take yeah. on a character. Um, you know, it's amazing. Um, and so I think that that was one of the things that we lucked out actually on And that's the first thing, man, if you don't have that. Mm. Um, and honestly, I think that that's what makes all the difference. Like when we're watching it, like you said, it was shot. Well, mm. I think it was acted well. Mm. I think that's the entire thing, man. And that's why it works. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still watching the trailer and I'm like, whoa, dude, we created this really, you know, yeah. like, like just to be honest, like, it's really, really crazy. Like it's, it's great acting, man. Mm. Great acting. So I, I, that's, that's, that's 90% of your film right there. In, in my opinion, people say it's half of it. It's not, it's 90% of it. Yeah. No, the actors make it, you know, how do you say it? The team build it's it. Story, story and acting. And then they, they just make it complete, right? Yeah. Um, I was watching the, um, the first kind of like assembly, not the actual assembly, just putting the footage together so you can send it to the editor. And um, what I noticed was like, and you can really see it when you're doing in that process, right? Is um, with an experienced actor, they actually act so you can edit the the shots yeah of course whereas, whereas on some of your shots with the less experienced actors yeah. or extras and stuff like that you can see that they're not actually they they're acting well but they don't provide a space for you to cut out right mm. and it becomes this kind of like the editor doesn't know how to where to yeah, there's cut. not way there's not there's not room yeah there's no room to cut yeah. and like just simple things like that with actors yeah. who know what they're doing really makes the movie much better and much easier yeah, yeah to totally yeah totally i um my, my other ex my other experience i i shot a short film i don't know it's about like six seven years ago it was in south texas and mm. it was uh stephen baldwin was mm. the 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 lead in it um the director never finished the film um but it this this is one of my first experience. I was like, wow, these these actors are doing more than just acting. Like they're understanding blocking and framing and 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 how the movie's made, right? Yeah. Stephen Baldwin, we're shooting a short film with him in South Texas, and mm -hmm. he um he he looks to me and he says, hey, what lens do you have on the camera? And I said it's a thirty-five. He said, okay, cool. And so he turns over to one of the more like or the actors this way way less experienced maybe a first time actor and he says okay your frame is from here to here mm. right and he knew how wide it was how wide it was from how far the distance of the camera is right yeah. only a camera operator a director or a, a, a <laughs> dp would normally know that right yeah but he knew that right and you've seen stuff um online where like um like acting master classes mm. from um you know whoever it is they'll, they'll tell you like whenever you come in don't lean forward and backwards because you're going to throw it out of focus for the camera, right? Mm. So all those, like, technical things, you know, those are some of the benefits I think you get with, like, yeah. very experienced seasoned actors, especially people that do TV, 
Mm. Right. Like I think people that did TV and sitcoms, like they understand, you know, always make sure both your eyes can see the camera, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. So, so that it cuts well for the, the editors. Mm. Um, when, when I was an actor, I felt like I had to have a, a eye behind my head because mm -hmm. I, I had to know, I had to hit my mark. Right. But I also had to know to make sure like when I was coming into position, I wasn't blocking the light. Yeah. And I yeah, had yeah. to be aware of, and, and Thai soap operas, they shoot with like sometimes up to three cameras, right? So I would have to be aware of the camera behind me that's seeing this person. Right. How much in frame I would be for that camera. Mm -hmm. Because I, if I'm too little in frame, it's really hard for them to crop if they need to or to establish which character it is. Yeah. If I'm too much in frame, then I start eating into that character. They can't see the reaction of that character from the shoulder, mm -hmm. one of the shoulders and stuff. So I've always felt like I needed to know yep. where all the cameras were, how, where I was. And it's almost like it, I, I had this kind of, I had to be aware of like a top-down overview of where the cameras and lights are. And it's, it's, it's almost like a talent, like, yeah. how, like, a, like a sound boom operator. They know where the yeah. frame is all the time. They know where the edge, the top, yeah. so that they don't place themselves or their mic in it, right? Yeah. That sort exactly. of thing. But so. they're getting as close as they can to capture the loudest, clearest audio, right? Like that sort of thing. So like, yeah. you're, but you're in frame having to do this, right? Yeah. So. All of that while you're actually still in character emotionally as well. Like, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this, this, this is why, this is why, this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is the whole thing that blows my mind is how actors can do that. Yeah. Like, say you had just had a bad day, you had a fight with the wife mm, or something mm. like that, and then you got to go to mm. set and then put on this whole other character emotionally, you know, I can operate a camera doing that, mm -hmm. but, like, I don't understand emotionally putting yourself into a situation, you know, like, like being able to shut that off and then yeah. convert to you know, a different, yeah, yeah. And, and then that blows my mind. See, and it's you practice, lucked out, obviously. So you lucked out with like really good. Yeah, yeah. People too. that know how to do this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so kudos to you, and kudos. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I'm waiting for the trailer actually because I really want to present that to some um, um, investors here in Thailand. Um, so hopefully, man, I'm looking forward to it. We segued away pretty far from what we wanted to talk about. Actually, <laughs> actually, actually, this was not <laughs> planned at all. Um, we should actually probably wrap this up then um <laughs> and then we can do this other one that we yeah. planned on another day sure um so how do we wrap this up so so that's it man <laughs>